My name is Nicholas Haskins, and over the past 40 years, I have fallen in love with creating in my kitchen. I'm not a chef, I'm just a guy who loves cooking from scratch with fresh ingredients and trying to spread some positive energy in the world. Join me on my culinary journey inside the kitchen and out as I explore the ups and downs of cooking, baking, and living. Welcome to Nikolai's Kitchen. Hello, good morning, hi everyone, and welcome to the season finale of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and this show is my culinary journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. Welcome. If it's your first time here, go back and listen to all of the great episodes and quick bites that we have in the backlog. Check out all the great food that I've made back there. It's wonderful to have you. Welcome. If you're someone who has been with me for the entire first season, welcome back. I'm so, so thrilled to have you here. As I said, today is the season one finale. I'm not going to be returning until May 31st with a barbecue special on Memorial Day here in the States. You still will get quick bites in between now and then. I'm still planning to do those on Thursdays as I have normally been doing, but I need time to focus on the live stream for The Cure. $15,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. May 19th through the 23rd is when the event is going to be running. So exactly one month from the release date of this episode is when the event will kick off. Go to livestreamforthecure.com or hit the link down in the show notes, take you to all the information that you need to know about the event. It's going to be so much fun. We've got so many people from around the world, creators, podcast partners and everything, all coming together for a common purpose. And I just can't dedicate the time I need to, to this show, to the main show, in order to, you know, get the episodes out that I wanna get out and also, focus on live stream for the cure as much as it needs because the event has grown so much that it needs a lot of work and it needs a lot of attention. So I'm definitely going to be setting aside a lot of time to take care of those things, but I'm not going to forget about you guys. Don't worry. Like I said, stay tuned for quick bites every Thursday between now leading up to the season two premiere. And you'll see all that stuff kind of popping up here and there on social media as I start to draw closer to that date. I want to play a promo here for the live stream for the cure. And then when I get back on the other side, I want to talk to you about season one of this show and what we've learned. Hello, everyone. My name is Nicholas Haskins, host of the fifth annual live stream for The Cure. This year, podcast partners and content creators from all over the world will join me from May 19th to the 23rd to try to raise $15,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Each year, I am reminded time and again of the incredible power and compassion of the indie creators, audiences, and podcasters who set aside their time, energy, and money to make this event a success. I am overwhelmed again this year with an outpouring of support and passion from others who are dedicated to the goal of a future immune to cancer and wanted to take a moment while you're listening to this show and say thank you. Thank you, and I'm so eternally grateful for you. I like to say together, we can make a difference. And because of you, we have. From the bottom of my heart and from the entire team that makes Livestream for the Cure possible, thank you. To learn more about this year's event, please visit LivestreamForTheCure.com. What a journey this show has been. What a journey this has been. And it's kind of a unique little capsule, I guess. Just a way to kind of track and look from the outside now at this food journey that I've gone on. 
Those of you who have been around long enough know that this show is kind of the second iteration of a food show that I used to do called The Restaurant, where I not only did things in my kitchen, but I also went out to restaurants and talked about different dishes and reviewed them. And that's not really a part of what I do anymore, at least not for this show. But one thing that's become so, so important to me as my life continues to grow and evolve and as things change around me is scratch-made food, is cooking things, preparing things from scratch. And I kind of look back, I'm just sitting here looking at the 20 episodes that have come out previous to this one, the 10 quick bites that have come before this episode, all of the different things. And one of the things I've always wanted to do is challenge myself and try something new, to try to step outside of my comfort zone, to do different things that I've never done before and to try to do things that I've always wanted to try. I don't want to lean too hard on what I've done before. Not that I don't and not that I haven't revived some of those recipes, especially from the restaurant days. I mean, the episode that launched this entire show back in November 2020 was red wine infused brownies, which is definitely something that's from the restaurant days. But as my journey continues here and as we go into subsequent seasons of this show and as Quick Bites continue through the breaks and whatnot, that's going to be the most important thing to me is continuing to challenge myself, to continue to learn things, to continue to try to do different things. Along the way, I've made salmon for the first time ever. I adapted a Christmas cookie recipe to an apple cinnamon cookie recipe that turned out amazing. Flourless lemon pudding back in episode eight. That was wonderful. So, so amazing. I've not made that again since I really, really need to. Thinking about just the patrons, the VIP level patrons just got their spring rewards boxes not too long ago. Homemade aiolis and mustards. I'd never made an aioli or a mustard before, but this show did it. Homemade brioche bread. Chicken tikka masala. Thank you, Dan of Netflix and Soul, for introducing that to me. I actually just made chicken tikka masala again this weekend. Six pounds of chicken thighs. <laughs> So I, I made a lot of it. I made a lot of it, but it was a big, big hit, not just with Rebecca, but also with her daughter. And her daughter does not like spicy food at all, but it's got just enough warmth to it that's not hot because there's so many layers of flavor built into chicken tikka masala that I really, really feel like it's something that any palate can, can really, really hone in on and really, really love. And like I said, it just turned out so, so amazing again, following all the different techniques that Dan taught me. And I actually nailed basmati rice for the first time. And I remember talking about it when we talked about this back in episode 15, but I nailed it. I absolutely nailed basmati rice. Rice has always been an Achilles heel for me in the kitchen, but it turned out so, so amazing, guys. It turned out so, so great. Baked brie, homemade puff pastry for baked brie, and then talk about a tart, a lime tart, the lemon curd, the lime curd that I had to fail at hard before I finally figured out how to do it the right way. And then crusties. We can't forget about crusties. With a big thank you to Rebecca, we were just talking this past weekend about how we really, really need to make crusties again because they're so good. They are so, so amazing, so versatile. There's so many different things you can do with them. I'm still so... I've only done like a few different iterations that I know are possible. Like there's so many different things you could do with those and really, really knock them out of the park. But not only have I tried new things and have I stepped outside of my comfort zone, but I've also taken the things that I've already done before and refined them, tweaked them. 
I think my pasta has never been better. It still needs work. It's still getting there. How about meatloaf in episode 19 when I talked about that red wine glaze, which I haven't actually made yet, but just the theory of it. Thinking back to that red wine infused brownie way back in episode one, the way that those kind of things would marry together in a way. If you make like a red wine reduction and then use that as part of a glaze for meatloaf, ugh. How about chocolate coconut muffins that we just talked about last week with Heather? So, so amazing. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how great those turned out. I know if I had just chopped my chocolate a little bit smaller, it would have turned out perfect. The salsa that I initially made with Trisha and Shauna last year during Livestream for the Cure, I featured it in a quick bite way back in February. But I have refined that and I have made that so many different times now, I cannot wait to make it again and again and again. And coming up on Thursday, I'm going to talk to you guys about flourless banana bread muffins. I've kept tweaking with and I've been experimenting with different ways to make things with my little muffin cups that I have and different things that I can make flourless because I still want to cook for people that I care about who have gluten sensitivities or who have celiac. Like it's still really, really important to me. So I've been kind of trying to step outside of my comfort zone. And plus it's teaching me so much more about baking. I'm learning so much more about baking than I ever thought I would. And it's amazing. And I can't wait to kind of continue to develop all of these skills. And over the break, obviously, I'm still going to be cooking food. Obviously, I'm still going to be making different things. So it's interesting to me to think about what am I going to do when the season starts in May? Where's that going to go? Because you're talking all about summertime. You're going to talk about a lot of grilling and a lot of kind of lighter, maybe fresher recipes, as opposed to some of this heavier stuff that we've talked about through the winter and into the spring. I'm so, so excited to do all of these different things. And I have just, it's, it's, it's invaluable to me how much I've learned in the kitchen and how much I understand and acknowledge that I still need to learn. But more than that, I also have loved the positivity segments of this show where I not only can maybe try to give you something that can help you, but where I just kind of take a look at myself. I hold a mirror up to myself and I say that this is something that I'm struggling with. This is something that I'm dealing with. And if you're dealing with it too, I understand you and I'm here and I'm listening. I'm glad that you're listening. And I'm so, so glad if you take any value away from anything that I do and anything that I say, I'm so, so grateful to you. And I could never, ever possibly express all of the gratitude that I have for anybody who takes the time to listen to this show, whether you only listen to one episode, whether you only listen to a recipe breakdown, or even if you don't even listen to this show and you just find one of my recipes and you say, hey, this looks really good. I want to make this and you nail it out of the park. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, because as much as I have learned and as much of a journey as I have been on here, this for me has been about connecting more with people that are important to me, people that I care about. And that's every single person out there who takes the time to dial this in, to plug this into their ears and to make me a part of your day. I don't know how to ever, ever possibly show my gratitude for that. So thank you. Thank you so, so much for everything you do. And thank you so, so much for everything that you have given me. You are amazing. 
and go back and listen to all those positivity segments and everything because you're not going to hear one for a little while. We're not going to get back to positivity stuff until the end of May when we talk about barbecuing, which I cannot wait for. I'm already kind of excited about it, not going to lie, even though I've got a lot of stuff to do between here and there. But just know that even though I'm kind of taking a little bit of time to focus on some other stuff while I'm still delivering quick bites, you're amazing and I love you. Thank you so, so much for coming on this journey with me. It means the absolute world to me. And I'm so happy that you're here. And I want to take a moment to thank all of my amazing patrons, Brad, Gerald, Deb, and my VIP level patrons who just got their spring rewards boxes. I've been seeing pictures. People have been messaging me, telling me that they're cooking with this sauce or they've made something with this sauce. I'm so, so grateful. I'm so, so glad to see everybody is really, really enjoying the sauces. Thank you so, so much. But Caleb, Krista, Dan, Jared, Chris, Bill, you guys are absolute legends. Thank you so, so much for all of your amazing support. And thank you so much to everybody who takes the time to support this show. Whether you're a patron or not, I know some people can't necessarily do it. But you still can check out a whole bunch of free content on Patreon because all through the month of March, we did free Patreon month where everything I published over there was free for all listeners. And because I loved the conversation so, so much, when I published the extended edition of the interview I did with Heather last week for Table for Two, that's going to be free as well. So make sure that you check out over on the Patreon. But if you want to pledge, if you want to throw a few bucks my way, then there's definitely a lot of great rewards like exclusive recipes, exclusive episodes, other bonus content, all sorts of different stuff. Plus, I'm looking into doing a couple of bonus series with a couple of different podcasters about different things, probably be some food-related stuff, maybe some movie-related stuff. I don't know necessarily just yet. Stay tuned for these promos. And on the other side... Angel hair with lemon Parmesan cream sauce. You don't want to miss this. This is probably one of the best things I have ever cooked, and I'm not exaggerating. This is incredible. I'll tell you all about it right after this. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> I downloaded an episode of Netflix and Swill. Does this mean I get to watch Netflix now? No, you can't watch Netflix until you understand the phrase poop. Poop? Once you understand poop, you'll understand your place as a listener of this podcast. But what does poop mean? Uh-huh. It's actually a carefully organized code. Listen closely. People order our podcast. Oh, poop. Looks like Mr. Caleb understands poop. Here's a typical podcast listener. I wonder what they want. Well, if we remember poop, we can figure it out. I'd like to watch. Do you think they're going to watch A, an Amy Schumer comedy special, B, Gypsy, or C, a good show? One good show, please. Ah, poop. You never let us down. Now that you understand poop, I bet you think you're ready to watch Netflix. Netflix! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Not so fast, eager McBeaver. You still need to finish listening to Netflix and Swill. 
You can find the show at netflixandswill.com or on your favorite podcast service. And now, to talk about personal hygiene. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to the show today. If you have not yet, and if you do enjoy the content, and I know I say this a lot, and I know that you guys are probably tired of hearing it, but I'm an indie podcaster, and it is how indie podcasts grow. Please head to the link in the show notes, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave the show a five-star rating and review. It really, really does help me. The more ratings I get, the higher up in those Apple algorithms I will get, and the more ears I will be able to get into, the more people I'll be able to reach out with, with this journey, with the scratch-made food, with the positivity, the more lives I'll be able to touch, and hopefully, with your help, the more lives I'll be able to change. I do just want to take a moment here to thank everyone for your amazing reviews so far over on Apple Podcasts. Melissa, Ken, Dan, Sean, Trisha and Shauna, Gerald, and Jared. Thank you so, so much for your amazing reviews. And don't forget, Sean Ennis won Christmas cookies. Gerald Morris won the sauces that I just did for the Spring Rewards box. This is another way. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. And if it's a new review before the next giveaway, the summer gift box is going to be marinade, speedy marinade. I'm going to do three different versions of my speedy marinade. And if you leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, then you will be entered to win a box of that, even if you're not a VIP level patron. So it's also a great way to get something homemade from my kitchen. So please head over there. Please leave me a review. I would love to send you something homemade from my kitchen. I also encourage you to review the show and review my episodes on Podchaser. The link for my show is down in the show notes on Podchaser. Every single review right now that you post, they are donating 25 cents to Meals on Wheels. So that's reviewing the show and every single episode, and they'll donate 25 cents for every single one of those. Please go ahead and leave those, and it would be absolutely amazing, and it does great work for a great cause. And plus, again, it really, really does help me grow. It's time to talk about lemon parmesan cream sauce now you can actually make this with probably a lot of different types of pasta to be fair and uh rebecca and i specifically this was actually a sauce that i made as a topping for a dish that was us on a plate as it was called it's a parmesan crusted chicken which is rebecca and a risotto which is me that we topped with a lemon cream sauce but I decided to kind of develop it a little bit more and add a couple of other different flavors to it and just use it on pasta instead and see how that would work. And let me tell you guys, I said it before the break, I'll say it again, this is probably one of the best things I have ever cooked. The depth in this dish, the depth of flavor that you get, you get that nuttiness, that saltiness of that Parmesan cheese. You get that beautiful citrusy burst of that lemon, but it's kind of muted. It's not super, super prominent because you don't want something that's going to be super, super citrusy or lemony. You have that white wine. So you're getting some floral elements, some brightness in there. And then you have like heavy cream and butter in this thing. So it's got like a richness to it, a little bit of a decadence to it. Everything about this is literally just the most amazing. I, I cannot stress this enough. Please make this. Make this and please tell me how it turned out for you because I promise you it is incredible and you will love it. So to make this, you are going to need a cup of chicken stock. You're going to need a half a cup of white wine. You're going to need the zest and juice of two lemons, three cloves of minced garlic, a teaspoon of fresh sage chopped, a quarter of a cup of red onion, finely chopped. 
four tablespoons of unsalted butter, a half a cup of heavy cream, a half a cup of Parmesan cheese. Shred this yourself. Don't buy the pre-shredded stuff in the store. Otherwise, you probably will end up with something gritty. Cracked black pepper, salt, and I used angel hair pasta for this, roughly half a box or eight ounces. Use whatever type of pasta you want, but I think probably about eight ounces of pasta is going to be the limit for this amount of sauce. So to make this, you're going to get a medium skillet. You're going to turn the heat up to mid-high. Once your pan heats up, add a tablespoon of butter to it let it melt. Then you're going to add your onion. Keep stirring this periodically. You don't want anything to burn here. Cook it for just a minute. Then you're going to add your garlic, your sage, and your lemon zest. Cook that only for about 30 seconds. Again, you're going to continue to stir. You don't want anything to burn here, but only about 30 seconds so you can really start perfuming those oils from the sage, from the lemon zest, all that stuff together, and you're kind of just starting to bring out those flavors in that garlic and that onion. Once this is all taken care of, you're going to get your juice from one of your lemons, the chicken stock, and the white wine. Chuck that all into the skillet, mix everything together, and then you're going to cook it here for 10 to 15 minutes, stirring it periodically. You want to reduce this down to about a half a cup of liquid in the end. So you're going to kind of just let this thing go. And this is when you're going to turn your attention to getting your pasta started. So you're going to get a big stock pot, chuck a bunch of salt and water in there, and then you're going to cook your pasta until it's almost done. When you taste your pasta and when you're like, oh, that needs a couple more minutes or, oh, that's almost done. That's when you want to pull it here because you're going to finish this pasta in your sauce. Turning our attention back to that, once your liquid is reduced to a half of a cup, remove the sauce from the heat, and then you're going to add the rest of your lemon juice and stir it to combine it. You're going to add your remaining three tablespoons of butter. Stir that until it's melted and incorporated. You're still not back on the heat here. Now you're going to add your half a cup of heavy cream. Stir that until it's incorporated. Then you're going to add your salt and cracked black pepper to taste. Once your pasta reaches that almost done phase, you're going to strain it. Then you're going to chuck it into the medium skillet with this sauce and all of your Parmesan cheese. Turn the heat to medium and then add the skillet over the heat. Stir everything together here. You want the cheese to get melted and then you want everything to get really, really well combined and very, very well coated. It only needs to be on the heat for a minute or two here just to bring everything together and just to finish cooking the pasta. Okay, and that's it. That is lemon Parmesan cream sauce done and dusted. I, I it's Seriously, the amount of different flavors that you get going on in this thing is mind-blowing to me. Every time I make it and every time I eat it, I'm just kind of mesmerized by it. I, I can't believe there are some things in my life that I have made that I'm like, I can't believe I made that. I can't believe I've made that thing and I can't believe it turned out as good as it did. It's just one of those dishes that absolutely blows me away every single time. Please give this a try. Please go back through the catalog while the season is on break. Go back through the catalog and check out all of the different recipes that I have made thus far. Make them. Send them to me on social media at Nikolai's Kitchen. Let me know how they turned out for you. Let me know if you added another element or took out an element that didn't necessarily work for you or if you changed something up. That's what cooking is. That's what creating and cooking is. You're just adapting constantly. You're adding things. You're removing things. You're trading up on different things. It just makes everything so different here and there and here and there. And that's really going to be it for the first season of Nikolai's Kitchen. I love you guys so, so much. I am so, so, so grateful for everyone out there who takes the time to listen to this show. Whether it's your first time listening or whether you've been here all along, I love you all so, so much. Stay tuned, as I said this Thursday, for flourless banana bread muffins. Don't miss this one. I promise you, these are amazing. 
And this is based off of my banana bread recipe that I have made numerous times, but I've never actually broken down the recipe for it. But I kind of refined it into a flourless version that I made in my little muffin cups. Oh, perfect. Turned out absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to tell you guys all about it. Until next time, take good care of yourselves. Be the absolute best person you can be. Go out there and do whatever you can to make the world a better place. Do a little something every day to try to make the world a better place. If all of us did that, if everybody just tried to make the world a little bit better of a place every day, imagine the world that this could be. I love you so much. Thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. 